No, so what I was laughing about uh, before we started recording, um, you know, I play Call of Duty with my buddies. Uh-huh. And Caracal. <laughs> I sent him... Uh, he sent and he said, it is time. Like, it was like the, the Lion King. And yeah. uh, I sent back to like a guy in like a recording booth. Like, he's doing like that mm-hmm. uh, with his thumbs up. And I said, we're recording. And he sent back another guy in front of a microphone. He's just going. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen anybody do that in forever. <laughs> that is perfect. Yeah. I, it's it's funny that it's in front of a microphone. I was like, wow. I don't know what he. Like I don't know what he searched to find that, but it was pretty. He follows. Pretty us, spot he follows on. our TikTok though, doesn't he? Uh yes. Yeah, he, I think he does. And he might have seen the video of me doing that too. Oh yeah, he may have. Or maybe he just saw that. Maybe it's completely. Maybe unrelated. he was just like, "Fuck you!" Like he was just. I think. It, I think that's mostly what it was. Yeah, it probably. It's he's talking <laughs> to you, so that's yeah. That's what I would. It's pretty. That's it's, my it's default given. for you. Yeah. And with that. Ooh, boo yammy, boo yammy. Okay. Now we're good. <laughs> anyway, no words. So, with that being said, yeah, we're here. We're kicking it off. We're here in mind, body, and. <laughs> All right, we're just I'll just throw it in and post just completely. We'll just do it that way cuz I don't know why OBS is being a dookie. <laughs> <laughs> being a big doo. Being a, being a old big doo-doo. What a big doo-doo. <laughs> big doo-doo Discord. <laughs> well, it started with Discord. This whole thing is because of Discord. Oh, uh, yeah, we're starting super late. You guys don't know it cuz it's Friday at noon. Yeah. For y'all, but for us it's Tuesday at 9. Right, and I think we originally wanted to start at 7. 6. 7. 6. 6.30. 6.30. See? That's how you compromise. Yeah. That's how we know we're we going to last. split the difference. Yeah, we put in the work rather yeah. than just leaving one another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. Unresolved tension. <laughs> oh, it's resolved. So about Florida. Oh, um, yeah, your business trip. Hey, are you going to tell the people who we are and what we got uh, our hands full with today? <laughs> I am. Well, after the debacle with the introduction, <laughs> it's kind of kind of odd, but regardless, salutations, good people. Welcome to the CS Podcast, where we create stuff, or if you're Trey, create shit. I'm Josh, and today we have our hands absolutely full with another fantastic CS Podcast for you guys, another show uh, that includes our faithful companion, Curtis, the gumball machine, mm-hmm. Curtis Clear Channel himself. We have a featured content creator of sorts that we are going to pipe in. Yeah. and We'll get ha- him on a little bit later. Have him on a little bit later. He is a high school student. He is a uh, very close individual to me. We'll put it that way. And I don't know if I... <laughs> Well, we're we're close. Yeah. We I've I've known him since he was five years old. Mm-hmm. He's currently sixteen. He is a yeah. high school student who is tearing up the amateur wrestling world. We're going to talk to him about what goes in what goes on in his head while he's yeah. preparing for a match. What he does to stay in tip top shape, and just how he perfects his craft by studying, learning, and what goes into 
molding himself and shaping himself to be uh, the up-and-coming amateur wrestler that he is. The the beast of the Southeast. The David, the beast of the Southeast. <laughs> okay, so he's going to watch that back. He's, he's going to eat that crap. Uh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to be that's gonna be what he makes, like, I don't think he has a girlfriend, but yeah. whoever he dates next, he's going to make Look, her. I was on a podcast. Check this out. This These guys that I have no affiliation with talked about me on their podcast and wanted me to be a guest because I'm such a great wrestler, and this is what they said. And this guy with the long, pretty hair said that I was the beast of the Southeast. So, um, <laughs> you got to call me that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's too humble to do that, yeah. but he really is. Yeah. So, <laughs> but no, I'm fresh off of a uh, my second trip to Florida yeah. within the past three weeks, four weeks, four ish, four just to be safe, yeah, something like that. Right. Um, bit little business trip. Yeah. Yeah. So went to uh, Gainesville, Florida. Nice. Excuse me. Your Ooh, chickens excuse. got me. The chickens got Clucking, you. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering why you just swallowed a whole chicken. I guess you like to have chickens get you. I just, you know, you just, cocks my thing. <laughs> you, you like a little, <laughs> just, little, just get a little tuned up on some. Don't smoke <laughs> cock, big dog. <laughs> Good lord! Oh, we this wasn't ten of them. <laughs> we're starting off with a. Oh, with a that. With a that. Yeah. Nah, it's bang. I think they know. <laughs> I think they figured it's, it out by now. It is a bang energy drink. <laughs> um, hey, speaking of bang and like just doing stuff right, <laughs> I just want to give a big shit out <laughs> to Aaron, Aaron Bankston. Bankston. Not Gary, because nope. it's Aaron that hooked us up with these fine-ass chairs. Screw Gary from now on. <laughs> Aaron, thank you for these wonderful <laughs> chairs. My spine has never been more erect. And my my ass, it just is. Well, it <laughs> looks better. It does. Since you've it been sitting better. in that chair. My ass just looks great now. It, it is stellar. <laughs> it's, it's just... Mm. Money! the countdown in your eyes i was i think i thought of it and i'm like he thought of it too yeah when it two one money <laughs> so to explain that the big show of the wwe was on steve austin's podcast mm-hmm. and the big show <clears throat> faked an injury to get seated on the plane earlier mm-hmm. uh that was from advice from stone cold steve austin himself yeah and as the big show limped by Steve Austin, who was boarded first, because he, first class, clearly. Yeah. The big show limped by him, <laughs> and, and Steve Austin told him later, he goes, Hey, kid, that limp was pretty good, but that wince was money. <laughs> so, Trey and I have been saying that back and forth to each other. So For, I don't know, a few weeks now? Few weeks <laughs> it's it's now. been a while. Yeah. So... <laughs> Oh, when you have that moment, you just... You just roll with oh, it. Oh, that was so great. Anyways, Gainesville, Florida. That's it. I was like, what were we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> my my business trip. Yeah. Um, Which, uh, big shout out to my friend in Gainesville. Yeah. Who was gracious enough to open their doors and let me 
uh, crash. Saved a little money. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. And what a good host they were. Yeah. I mean, I got a tour of Gainesville. Got to, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Got got to see... Dude, Gainesville is a really cool town. Really? How... Yeah. So, as far as like when we went through... Because I think we came up and went through Jacksonville on our way back. Yeah. What's what's the difference? Like, how, how close were we to Gainesville? An hour and a half. Okay, so we weren't too far. So, if this is us, uh-huh. we, uh, Gainesville is over to the left. Oh, Jacksonville's okay. Jacksonville's the coast. We were over... Gainesville's over yeah. to the left. So, um, we just missed it. An hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. We were probably a little closer on the way down because we were... We went through it was the a weird way to go. Yeah, it was. A, I think it had to do with Morgan trucking. <laughs> I think she just went where she wanted to go, and the GPS just wanted, rerouted. The GPS just went. I give up. Go where you'd like, yeah. Morgan. Yeah. So recalculating, recalculating. Fuck it. Like <laughs> go where you want. <laughs> but no, Gainesville, where University of Florida is. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Went by the big stadium. Ate at a nice little diner. Nice. Um, yeah, really cool, really cool town. It's like super diverse. Yeah. That's how it was, is how it was explained to me going into Gainesville. And then after yeah. seeing all of Gainesville, um, definitely diverse. It's just... I can say, I mean, it's... it's. Could you categorize it as a college town? Absolutely. Okay, that, I can, then I can definitely see that. And, you know, you think about like Clemson. Clemson's pretty diverse. It is. To an extent, because it's a college town. Same thing with like Columbia. Right. Well, you no, know. big college town. Yeah. 100%. But super cool, um, good weather. I mean, nice. it was it was awesome. Awesome I think it, I think it rained up here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. So. Fuck you. Sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, overall, phenomenal trip. I mean, I literally just got out of the car. Can't you tell? I'm yeah. wearing a shirt that screams, I just went to Florida. <laughs> I just went to Florida and didn't pick this up on... Amazon. Totally didn't. <laughs> totally haven't been back for a few days now, and I'm just wearing it for continuity yeah. because I'm talking about my Florida trip. It was just an excuse to wear my floral shirt. Well, I mean, <clears throat> we didn't pull it off, but <laughs> we were going <laughs> to... I think when we when we hit our, uh, our beach intro, we were supposed to take our shirts off... <laughs> While the while the video was up, yeah. so that when it when we came back from the beach intro, oh. we were going to be putting our shirts back on like like, like we, we had just stepped off the beach. That's right. That's <laughs> right. We didn't do that. No, we didn't. But that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. Anyways, same, same concept. Same concept. Same idea. I'm I'm pulling off the floral. I guess. Yeah, I like with it. My hat that's half black and half camo. Yeah. So I mean, it doesn't clash at all. Not at all. I don't know anything to do with fashion, but. I mean, if I did, that'd make a certain sound, I guess. It'd be loud. <laughs> it'd be a it'd be a mix of it'd be a gunshot <laughs> and an ocean or a gunshot and a seagull. Yeah. Oh, guess. <laughs> seagull say mine. <laughs> mine. Mine. Hawks say hey. Seagulls say mine. mine. We're children. Um So yeah. Says the guy that's friends with the guy that bought the octopus painting. <laughs> oh, your octopus has fallen over. <laughs> I know. It just has a hard time staying up. <laughs> yeah, with all that coming out of it, I probably would be too. <laughs> if you can see the picture, there's there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Did I guess I guess it would have been high school. Did you ever were you ever friends with like people that could like 
so that you take your tongue and you go like you kind of get spit on it and you go like that and they like they like spurt for lack of a better it's called gleat gleat i knew I, I thought it had a word and i couldn't think of it so it's it's gleating mm-hmm. okay do, could you ever do that no i had a friend that like he could just be like you know like, <laughs> like a fucking lizard right <laughs> and i never could figure it out and so like i looked at it and i was like i mean obviously i know what it's doing but the first thing that came to my mind was gleating <laughs> not that skeeting yeah <laughs> gleating as opposed to skeeting yeah <laughs> So I don't know, but I remember I remember being. <laughs> so you, you, did did they ever did they ever come to your school with like the big inflatable thing that you got inside of, and it was like a planetarium? Like you lost me at planetarium. So like you you would like it was like a big inflatable dome, okay. and like you crawled inside of it, you could fit like a class in it. And, like, it was just the stars. Like, you could look at constellations and stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's because I went to T.L. Hanna and we had money. Like I went to just, Liberty, <clears throat> South Carolina. Yeah. We were the only school in our district or that we yeah. went up against in track and field uh-huh. that could not have a track meet at their oh. stadium because it was not up to code. So, no, gotcha. we didn't have inflatable <laughs> space, Trey. <laughs> Well, we did. Yeah, you so, went to T.O. Hanna. Yeah, I went to T.O. fucking Hanna. clearly did. Yeah. So, <laughs> you so probably, I, they probably served lunch there, too, didn't they? They did. We we got lunch. We got Chick-fil-A at that T.O. Hanna. They brought in Chick-fil-A. I mean, you had to pay for it. But oh, boy. You were, Chick-fil-A catered, and you were pooping in high cotton, weren't yeah, we you? Yeah, we did. We were. You probably actually had high cotton. <laughs> you went out there and took your little craps in. <laughs> That's... <laughs> You're janitor. <laughs> Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. <laughs> Do away with my soiled underwear. It won't flush. I was about to say that. It won't flush. Shout did out. Tell that full story. I think we did. I think you did. I'm fairly certain we did. Shout out the, that uh, guy for taking care of my shit at the hotel in Marathon. That Florida. low ass. That was like, what was that, like a two PSI for that water pressure? Like, it was awful. In your defense, that was terrible water pressure. <laughs> Even afterwards, like, it wouldn't flush for I anybody. I it up. <laughs> I finally got it to go down after three or four flushes. I'd have felt so bad if we called that guy back. He'd, he'd he won't flush again. He, he would have just said again. <laughs> I'd have tip him double. But anyway, so the the planet. I remember being in this planetarium, and like it's dark, you know, because you're looking at like it's just little stars up there. And I was like, I was like, I was determined. I was like, <laughs> at that moment, you felt the need to greet. <laughs> Well, we had, we had talked about it, like, going in there. Like, a, my buddy did it, and I was like, oh, how do you? And he's like, you do this. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I'm sitting there practicing. And I was like, it's dark, whatever. Nobody's going to see me. I was like, I gleed it. And it hit somebody in the face. sprayed your tray venom. I don't remember. I forget who it was, but I just remember them going. I just remember somebody going, oh, what the hell is that? And I was just like, what do you do? And so, so, like, (laughs) spray in face, like, yeah, I just remember the. I think we turned the lights on or something. The teacher was like, "All right, what what happened?" And like, I don't know. And I was just like, mm. 
And I guess I think he knew because we had we had been talking about like I think he may have overheard us talking about it going in or something. But yeah, <laughs> still remember that. <laughs> like of all the times it could have just in the pitch black and just hit somebody. <laughs> I was like, oops, oh, man. <laughs> What did they say? What the hell was that? Or what the heck was that? Yeah. Did you get hit in the face with liquid? It's like, what was that? <laughs> why am I? Why is my face wet? <laughs> yeah. In the inflatable space. <laughs> yeah. There's a water up here. Like, right. Oh, so anyways, <laughs> moving on from gleeding and skeeting. <laughs> if that's not the title of this episode, gleeding and skeeting. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Whew. Okay. I feel like I've been creating something. What have I been doing? What have I been working on? I don't know. I feel like there's been a lot that you and I have been going over. I mean, I know a what lot. the big thing that we talked about <clears throat> yeah. yesterday. Um, that has to do with the future of... Us. Us. Everything that We're we... getting married. We're making it official. I'm ordained, so I'm going to... Just, I'm going to perform the ceremony. Yeah, he'll just marry us. I'll just marry us. Yeah. So, um, other than that... Yeah. <laughs> the other big thing. The, the other big thing. Um, no, it has to do with us and what we uh, what we want to do with this brand. Yeah. The Create Stuff brand. Again, I don't know which one of us started talking about it first... I think I brought it up. I, was, I, th- I think I mentioned it, and you were like, I think I've heard of something like that. Right. Yeah, because you had said... <clears throat> and you talked about, I thought I'd shown you that. Right. I thought it was you that had shown me a clip of this individual who had had an idea for it before. Yeah. And I remember at the time it being a great idea. Yeah. But I, we were not doing our thing with the podcast, so I didn't... Yeah. Didn't. You know, it, just, it was lost in my, in my brain somewhere. But... <clears throat> As we do, one of us has an idea, and then we started yep. going back and forth. And before we knew it, we had something that we were both... Setting up a timer. Gotcha. I forgot to set it. That we were both very, very excited about. And well, honestly, like, has a has a lot to do with what we do here, but more importantly, um, how it's going to affect others. Yeah. And how it's going to affect um, people who... Maybe need, yeah. What we had concocted, but are we gonna reveal it? Or are we gonna like? What do you want to? I don't know. I think we both said maybe revealing it and talking about it would yeah, be I a good, like, a good you'd, thing to put it out. And it was just like it was like right here, and you were just like. <laughs> so I didn't. <laughs> I, it was a lot of build up. And it was so a lot I, of build up. So I started thinking. I was like, oh, maybe we're not. Maybe we're just what gonna tease is it. He talking yeah, about? Yeah. So, if you would like to go ahead and kick off what it was that you said. Yeah, so, the name, first of all, is is just a placeholder. I don't know if it's something that we will... I like it. Uh, first of all, let me get that out there. I really like it. But, after some research, there are other places with the same name. Um, so, I don't know... I don't know how... If we could use it or not, um, I guess we could we could figure it out. We could do some more research into that. But yeah. the the working title right now would be the creative space, mm-hmm. um, and essentially what it is would be a a space here in our well my hometown. You're from Pickens, but I'm from Anderson. So we talked about here in Anderson or wherever, just here in South Carolina, upstate of South Carolina. I li- to I've start lived with. here the majority of my life, so yeah. I consider Anderson. Kind of, I mean. 
Yeah. It, it's kind of like home. Okay. I lived here more years than I have anywhere else. Yeah. Okay, then. So, Anderson. <laughs> Anderson. So, basically what this space would be is... Uh, the way I pitched it uh, would be like a, a gem for your mind. Um, and what I mean by that would be a creative space... Uh, so you could come in, we'd have like tables and stuff that you could sit at, almost like a uh, like a coffee shop kind of vibe, you know, just like, you know, like if you were to walk into your local coffee shop or a Starbucks or whatever they have seating, you could come in, sit down, and just create. You could bring your, your book and you could write, you could bring, you know, your sketch pad, whatever kind of medium that you wanted to create through, your laptop if you wanted to do some kind of digital creating, or if you were working on, say... <clears throat> excuse me, like a like a business plan or, you know, a, a pitch to a, an important client. That's still creating. Uh, anything like that, you could come in, sit down, and do that. Now, not only would we offer that, we wanted to do something a little bit further. So much more, really. Yeah, so, like, let's say you thought about getting into art. Let's say you wanted to paint. Maybe you wanted to try oil painting. We would have supplies and things like that set up in a, in a space specifically dedicated to that, like an art zone. Um, that you could come in and you could use those supplies. You could you could try it out, see if that's something for you. Just a place for you to create. We'd have like a writing zone. So it would have pencils, pens, books, maybe computers. We don't know. We haven't really <clears throat> we haven't really fleshed this out completely because it's still in its infancy stages. Uh, but something like that. Um, the big thing that I was really excited for was like a collaboration zone. So it would be a place where you could walk in, you'd sit down and the, collab the whole... Center. Yeah, the collab center. And so the whole the whole purpose of this is to, to pair you up with somebody else so that you two or three or four people could collaborate and you know, brainstorm ideas together on your on your topic. So maybe you're working on a book and you want critiques and you want somebody else's input. You could sit down in this collab center and it's it's under the assumption that you want to work with somebody else. So somebody could walk up to you and sit down with you and, you know, you guys could talk and see if you're like-minded and see what you could come up with. Or um, if you're a little apprehensive about that, like going out and meeting other people, like maybe you don't want to sit down with somebody else, you could find maybe a collab center representative that could pair you up with somebody else, you know, kind of, kind of take some of the edge off of that, you know, uh, the anxiety of meeting new people or whatever your apprehensions may be. That, that would be the collab center. I mean, we talked about, you know, maybe pairing up with, I have a list I'm trying to oh, find yeah. that I wrote down. I'm I was going to say, I've got the paper in there on my desk, but, uh, Another thing we wanted to do was partner up with, say, like, uh, maybe English majors or art majors that may be having a tough time finding a job right now. Partnering up with them and having them, you know, letting them teach classes through there. Um, So we could have, you know, if we had the art center, maybe from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. on a certain night of the week, it would be closed. Like, you couldn't go in there, but you could sign up for a class and they could teach you, they would teach you, you know, art fundamentals or something like that. Um, what else did we talk about? Having collab agents in the collab center. Yeah. <clears throat> so collab agents in the collab center. Um, you know, I'm thinking what a great job for a 16, 17 year old yeah. right out of high school to, you know, maybe they see two, a couple young people, a couple young, um, creators who, they work with personally or just yeah. kind of walk up. Like, like you said, maybe that somebody walks into the collab center and they're a little nervous to, uh, I guess, collab with, collab, with yeah. somebody. They want to, they're just not, they're not, 
they, they can't push themselves out of their comfort zone just enough to actually approach somebody. Right. So they, they walk into the collab center and yeah. a collab agent greets them, immediately makes them feel welcomed mm-hmm. and that it's a safe space to talk to somebody. Yeah. And maybe they help them. Maybe they help them out and get the gears rolling a little bit. And maybe they just spoke to somebody earlier that yeah. now they can they can uh, link together and get the ball rolling there. Yeah. So that was one thing. Um, uh, we talked about like a digital suite. So like we'd have a couple of computers set up dedicated with you know maybe the Adobe suite. So if you right. if you maybe shoot a shoot a video or something, but don't really have maybe all you have at home is iMovie or Movie Maker, and you want more of a professional uh, editing software or software that doesn't brand or watermark your videos, you could come in and rent out you know a computer for excuse me, a couple hours, and knock out a project or something. Um, we even yeah. talked about maybe having a, 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 a podcasting studio there mm-hmm. that you could come in, it would be a professional setup, and you could, you know, you could use the studio for your podcast. Uh, whether that be, you know, you're starting out and it's your first episode, or you've got some okay equipment, but you want a more professional sound, maybe you come in and use rent the studio space for an hour and, you know, knock out an episode. Right, and I don't, did you mention like the three D printer? No, I didn't. So yeah, potentially a few three D printers that people can come in, maybe reserve because, like you said, it's yeah. going to take a long time. To, depending on the project, yeah, it could take twenty hours or more. You know, depending on what you're printing. Right, but if someone doesn't want to invest um, a ton of money into a three D printer mm-hmm. and they just want to pay per project, yeah, maybe we offer that. Exactly. So a lot of different things. Uh, culminating into one location, basically. Mm-hmm. And it would be the creative space, a space specifically designed to get you creating. Uh, we talked about having you know, inspirational quotes and things, uh, maybe like writer's block tips mm-hmm. plastered around, stuff to keep you motivated, stuff to keep you creating. Um, and, and, and like even writer's block, it can go for anything. Like even if you have just a creative block, yeah. things that work for writer's block would work for that as well. We, I would even like to look into like researching things that are specifically designed to help alleviate writer's block and have little stations for that. Maybe, I don't know, fidget, whatever, you know, whatever it may be. And then you had even talked about maybe having red lights that you could rent for like red light therapy <clears throat> right? While you, while you create. Exactly. So if you spend all day in an office and it's loud or if, if you work from home, yeah, um, working from home, a lot of people think, you know, stress-free, but working from home can be extremely stressful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the distractions of being at home. Yeah. Home brings a lot of distractions. Yep. So maybe you're not someone who gets gets out very much and gets a lot of sunlight. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to lead to a lack of vitamin D in your body, in your system, mm-hmm. and a, a large you know, contributing factor to depression and anxiety is a lack of vitamin D. Yeah. Just for, for one little example from what lead, <laughs> lead right, red light therapy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can provide to somebody. So um, you come in and maybe it's an extra few dollars to have a have a small red light panel. Yeah, that, that you can just rent and set up. Yes, yeah, set up and have it, you know, hit your face. And um, it's not a substitution for the sun, but it it it, it helps. That's the I idea. Mean, it's better than nothing. Think of it as a meal replacement, like a like a supplement. Yeah. You know, but it's a red light and uh, it's going to do its thing. So maybe that's the, that's the only you know, vitamin D that you get for the day. Yeah. Um, maybe we can provide that form or have red light panels installed under the tables, above the tables. Yeah. So that just, that 
you come in, sit down, and it's there. Yeah, that's. I mean, that sounds like a lot, but eventually, I mean, that would be the idea. Yeah, and maybe. Been, oh, go ahead. I was just going to add something I just thought about. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about having a coffee bar or something like that. Yeah, like a snack bar, coffee, whatever. Right. Maybe we add just like you can get from like a GNC or a vitamin shop. We have uh, little boosts that we can add, like oh, an yeah. extra shot of you know vitamin B or a vitamin or B twelve. Yeah, yeah. To go into your uh, your smoothie or your or whatever. See that, and you know that's going to help boost you know mental yeah. function. So or just get the creative juices flowing a little bit. So that's why you're involved in this because I'd be like <laughs> lays and you know whatever. Just let the, let the, let them eat. Just but no, you think of the you know you think of the people's health and that's important. Well, it's it's just as important as the inspirational quotes mm-hmm. and the just the um, overall um, atmosphere, like you were talking about. Yeah, you, the walls, the paintings, the yeah, archways, so I, just to really yeah. So that's what I had mentioned. I, I wouldn't want it to look like just four walls. I had said, I think I said the the phrase blank, uh, like a blank blank canvas. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, you just go in and create whatever. And you said, well, that's a good idea, you know, blank, but... I would want the environment to also inspire creativity. Right. Wacky, just weird archways, connecting things, bright colors. My thought was... uh, Hire a local artist to come and And, do their thing. And I was thinking like old school, like the 90s McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Like not, not, maybe not... Like, you know, not hamburgers and stuff, obviously, but just, you know, the bright colors of that and how everything was just weird and it was just McDonald's. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And so something like that for, for the creative space, just these bright colors, just the environment to, to inspire creativity just as much as, you know, the the things, uh, like the materials that you use within it, I guess, and the quotes, you know. Right. I, I think that the 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 layout and the architecture itself should also lend to that creativity. Um, what I think you you coined the term modern wackiness. I think is is kind of what something like you would that. call it. Yeah, yeah. Have the place look modern. Like I really like the industrial look. Whenever I walk yeah. into a business and it's got, you know, it's got like brick, it's got mm-hmm. black piping, yeah, um, Edison bulbs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, I really like that style, but then you throw in a, you put a creative spin on it and get crazy with the art. Yeah, to really inspire people to make them think outside of the box. Yeah. So yeah, modern, modern wackiness. Yeah. And to add to the whole atmosphere of the place, um, what's big for me is not just the place that inspires. Uh huh. I like it because you're you're more on the inspiration side, like how to make it. Yeah. How to walk in and feel inspired. <clears throat> yeah. I think what's important to me is providing, not that it's not important to you, but yeah. um, to have a safe place. Oh, of course. A safe place yes. for someone to walk in, not feel judged for whatever it is they mm-hmm. want to do, and come in and yes. not only be not unjudged, but inspire, or encouraged. Yeah, well, that's what we want to try and do, not only with the creative space, but with the podcast in general and the community that we're trying to build is there's no judgment and we don't have there's there's no tolerance for that kind of thing like we don't want you going in you know if it's on twitter if it's in a brick and mortar establishment we don't want you going in there and just shitting all over everybody for the sake of being i mean there's a difference between constructive criticism and critiquing yes and being an asshole big difference yeah and so with anything we do there's going to be a zero tolerance of that yeah so like i'm fine with you know c- criticism 
that's fine for the sake of being constructive and trying right. to help somebody. Hey, maybe you should do this. Maybe you should do that. And sometimes that can come across a little harsh and we can, you know, we can, we can, uh, handle that as we go and, you know, yeah. a case by case basis. But if you're coming in and you're just, Oh, that sucks. Or, you know, Oh, you should just quit or, you know, things like that. Like I just, there's none of that here. Nope. Not here because we want people to create. And that's like, that's one of the big hurdles for people creating is the fear of, that of being judged and being like well people are going to say it sucks people aren't going to like it and so they just don't create and we, we don't want any of that here because we want you to start creating because if you never start you'll never know yeah you'll never you'll never the word fail i mean you don't fail until you stop yeah so i don't like the word fail but you just find different ways different things that don't work yeah we want to create a culture we want cs in general yeah. to be a culture no matter what we do mm-hmm. for people to come in try out their art form yep maybe it's not what an if they're wanting to build an audience or yeah. fans maybe it's not what they want well you didn't fail you just found one way that didn't work yeah and i think that's what uh thomas edison said um you know the freaking incandescent light like yeah he didn't get it right on the first time he said but i never failed he said i just found about a thousand different ways it didn't work. Yeah. So whatever it is, if you want to create the next light bulb, yeah, you're welcome. Like, come on yeah. in. And maybe you find something new. You know, maybe you come in and that's what you like, and then you go, oh, I like this hobby too. Like, maybe you come in and you're a writer and you find a certain type of... We'll put a pin in that. Yeah. Oh, hold on. A certain type of, I don't know, a new hobby, whether it's woodworking or whatever it may be, that you just are like, oh, okay, I like this too, and I want to try it. Absolutely. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, and we want that in, We want that culture, whether it's the podcast or a physical location yep. that we one day open. Yeah. And, I mean, that's that's our, I think that's the new goal. I think Yeah, I, think, I really think it is. Why stop here? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember who went first last time. I think you did. I think I did, too. I think you did. So, it is the Curtis segment. The gumball the challenge segment. Gumball segment. So, for those of you listening, Trey has his hand. He is wrist deep in a gumball machine. glass off. It is a red gumball. So, this is going to be a uh, physical challenge. Do we call them physical challenges? I mean, I they're not always physical. That's safe to say. Uh, two minute acupuncture. You get it right back. Yep. I had it two weeks ago. You get the two minute acupuncture on the uh, acupressure pad, and you there. tried it after I tried it. Yeah. Uh, two weeks ago. Um, if you'd like to see my beautiful feet stand on a, <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing, I ain't judging. Like we said, we don't judge. All right. Yeah. No, we don't. All if right. You, How do we want to do this? Um, if You'll grab the mat. I'll grab the webcam. <clears throat> okay. Get barefoot. This is going to be extra special. Because that wasn't the acupuncture yet. That was a close. gumball. That was a gumball yeah, piece. So, um, two weeks ago, or this that would be episode five? Uh, five. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was five. Possibly five. I think it was our first. Oh no! It was Jake. It was Jake. So, that's... so it hasn't. Well, it has aired as of this. Yeah. It aired, yeah, that would have been two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So yep. if you're watching right now, it's two episodes before this. Um, I had to stand on the acupressure pad. If you'd like to hold it up and show the viewing audience how sharp these little things actually yeah. are, um, 
it is quite intense and I'm I'm thinking Trey's going to have an easier time because he walks around barefoot literally everywhere. Um, but it's still no walk in the park. It's- yeah, so as of this recording, what was it, like maybe three weeks ago now, I was walking through the hallway and turned and got a splinter in my foot. Randomly. That's right. And uh, like it hurt going in, and then once it was in, like I was fine, and Morgan like was trying to get it. It was fine once it was in? Yeah, and you know, that's usually how it goes. And <laughs> Like, Morgan was trying to get it out, <laughs> and it didn't hurt. Go on. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. I, I, because I walk around barefoot, I've got calluses. So, yeah, that was that was just a long way around of me saying that. Okay. I've got my timer here for two minutes. Oh, okay. All right. So, we will... All right. Get ready. Get All right. set. Go ahead. Go. Woo. Okay. Kind of tangles. Kind of tangles. Yeah. Let me get around here so we can see. Actually, can you uh, can you turn around? <laughs> I want people to see what we're working with here. There is a very there's a very special element to Trey's feet that we need to get. Yeah. I, there's not good lighting. Oh, you meant you want to turn around to. I just want to see your, I want to see your toes, man. And I think the people. How's watching, that? They're pink for those listening. They're freaking pink. So Trey has a daughter. I do have a daughter. As do I. And I know the importance of making them happy. Yeah. So with that being said, Nora loves to have Trey's. Toes painted, or am I wrong by saying that? And Trey just loves to have his toes painted. The world may never know. No, she likes to, because she'll come up with it and she'll go, she can't talk yet. So she goes, Matt, Matt, and like hands me fingernail paint. And like part of her wants her toes, like wants it painted, but the other part wants to, like she likes to paint. So when she paints my nails, I, she paints my toes, <laughs> like not just the nails, but the toes themselves. So I have paint like all the way up my toes. <laughs> I'm at 30 seconds, by the way. We got 30 seconds left. So yeah, I remember watching you walk. So how is it right now? It's not bad until I shifted and got my toes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like on, so like on the outsides of my feet, like towards the like the right, well. Towards the outsides of my feet, like, I don't really feel it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I've got the calluses. Five, four, three, two, one. Right. <clears throat> well done, sir. Thank you. It it hurt, like, right in the centers of my feet. Uh-huh. Because I don't have very much callus there. But where it's built up, like, on the out, outer edges of my feet and, like... Like, I guess the heel, and then, like, I guess it would be the balls of my feet. Like, they call it the ball of your feet, like, right here. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't feel it. <laughs> so. Well. You... I will say, like, for me, it, I, I didn't feel pain. It just felt cold. Yeah? Like, I, that's the best way I could describe it. Like, my feet just started feeling cold. Maybe you're dying. Probably. 
Like that's it, it, but it, it, it didn't hurt until like I shifted and it got my toes and it got like in, that little meat in between like the pads of my toes, like yeah. right there on, under the knuckle. That's where it hurt. And I was like, ah, but yeah, I mean, it just like I could, my feet felt cold and I could feel it up. Like I almost felt cold up in my calves. Okay. Which interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It's maybe it's the first time blood has flown to your. Well, so I have flowed, flown, flown. <laughs> they just flew on down there and <laughs> just sprouted wings and <laughs> just, just went on flew down. Flew on, big dog. No, so uh, I have poor circulation in my feet, so they just—I mean—they get cold. Like I, they're, they're like ice. And well, you probably needed that. Probably, really. That's bad. probably what it was. Is the blood was flowing into my feet. And my feet were like, "What do we do? Why is it spicy? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it spicy?" Um, um, I'm gonna go ahead and reset this timer for 30 minutes, and we're at. We're at the 42-minute mark, so you think we go ahead and I think give, so. give our guest a call? Yeah. Go yeah, ahead and uh, text him and get him ready. Um, ready for his uh, interview. You can see the little dots on my feet. Only on the only on the pads, though. Like, if you look out... Yeah, you can't even see the... You see this? You can't even see the dots on my... Like, it's just on the insides. Okay, see, that's weird. So whenever you use an acupressure pad, yeah, um, especially if you use it on your back, like if yeah. you lay down and use it, um, when you stand up, I mean, you get off the mat, yeah. which is probably the hardest part. Yeah, you um, have all the... Your back looks like hamburger meat. It looks yeah. like the worst sunburn you've ever had. And yeah. all of the little divots... Um, this made me think of the line from Space Jam. He's fixing a divot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, your back looks like hamburger meat. So if you want a fun challenge uh-huh. or improve your circulation wherever you need it, yeah, um, order an acupressure pad on Amazon. Yeah, I wish I could say we had a link in our description to give us a kickback, but I don't. We don't oh, have well. an Amazon store yet. Not with, yet. With all the crap that we do, I feel like having an Amazon store is going to be... It'll be a thing. It'll be definitely be a We're gonna thing. We're going to fix this rocky chair. Hold on. What's up, guys? Just Trey here today for the giveaway. Uh, Josh is out of town right now. So I'm going to go ahead and pick the winner, and since this episode is dropping in, I don't know, like 45-ish minutes, I'm going to make this really quick. So episode 9's entrance, uh, so these are the people that have retweeted and liked uh, our last pinned post and followed us. They are Liz, Morell, Dev Kumar, and Victor H., um, so I'm going to go ahead and swap over here to our random number generator. It's a number of one through four. So I'm going to show this to, to the camera really quick. Hit generate, and we're going to get a winner. So the number that was generated was one, which corresponds with Liz. So Liz, congratulations, you are this week's $5 Amazon gift card winner. Thank you for liking and retweeting our pinned post. Thank you for the support. Thank you for following us. And I see that you've been doing it for a couple of weeks now, so congratulations. Uh, I hope, hope you enjoy your $5 Amazon gift card. And if you would like to be one of our week's winners, all you have to do is uh, like, our, like and retweet our pinned post every week. And follow us so that we can DM you for details, uh, get your email, and get that gift card sent on over to you. Uh, back to us. It rocks, and I'm blaming Gary Bankston for that, not Aaron Bankston. <laughs> it's probably Gary's fault. <laughs> yeah, it's probably Gary's fault. Yeah. Double shit out. Um, <laughs> you, think he's, you think David's ready? 
Um, I just texted him. Um, let me make sure. Hey, we'll get back to this episode in just a second. But as you know, here at the CS Podcast, we're all about featuring other content creators. And I wanted to let you know about another podcast called Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast with co-hosts Nave and Philip. And instead of me sitting here and trying to ramble on and explain what it is that they do, I'm just going to let them tell you for me. Hello, dear listeners. Do you enjoy playing video games with your best friends? Then I have the pod for you. I'm Philip, host of the Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Each week, my co-host Nave and I break down a cooperative experience in gaming, and we are always looking for new co-op partners to join us. So come play with us on the Gaming Together podcast. So I'm standing over this toilet taking a piss, and I'm playing my Pokemon, and I dropped it in the toilet. I remember the Game Boy just tumbling into water. And I remember screaming for my mom, trying to get this game. Boy Wait, how old are you? And she yelled at me. She yelled at me. Oh and I was my just, god! Like, traumatized. I was like, no, my my Pokemon. That's gaming together, a cooperative podcast. Come on down, co-op partners. I'm gonna go ahead and drop over here. I am connected. You can tell him to just drop into the uh, general chat on the Discord, and once he drops in. He should know what that means. Just tell him to connect like we connected earlier. <laughs> okay. And uh, once he jumps in, we'll be able to hear him. Okay. Cool. Well, while we wait for him... Theoretically, we should be able to hear him. I don't know. I'm a, I tested it out. I got it to where it worked. But who knows? Maybe it'll do something weird and we won't be able to hear him. So We're not live. We like to keep it live. We like to not hit yeah. stop. Hey, speaking of live, um, what else have we thrown around about doing? We have thrown around... Uh, live streaming yeah. every Sunday, some type of video game. Yeah, and, and so as of this recording, we haven't done it yet, but maybe once this episode is live, we may have one or two live streams under our belt. Who knows? Yeah, and I think we're going to do it here on YouTube. Yeah, um, yeah, I've I think done, that's the plan. I've done my research, and I think that is definitely our move. Yeah. Is to Yo. Start. There he is. <laughs> Can you hear us? Yo. All right. Yeah. All right, cool. So we have... On the, the voice chat, we have old David. Old David Cantrell himself. Heck yeah. <laughs> Welcome, sir. How are you this evening? Uh, a little sore, but you know what? That's that's good. That's good. It means we're doing things right. That's David's forte nowadays. Just He stays sore because he stays in the gym. He stays on the wrestling mat. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do today is talk to David about how he... How he molds himself and how he uh, stays the sexy beast the, that he is. The peak athleticism that he does stuff. All right, Trey, would you like to tell David what you have nicknamed him? As you're chewing your... Oh, gosh, I can't do it after chicken. As you're, as you're chicken. <laughs> he picked up his fried chicken that he makes, his gluten-free fried chicken. You can't even tell. That he he crushes up Cheerios to make with it, and that sounds really ridiculous, but good. it is the tastiest thing on planet Earth. So, Mr. Beast of the Southeast himself, welcome. How are you? I'm it's wonderful, man. <laughs> That's good, man. It's good to hear your voice. Uh, yeah, it's, it's getting down there. It is getting down there. It, it keeps getting deeper. Every time I talk to him, I'm like... He came on and he was like, yo! And I was like, okay, did we get David or who is this? Or do we have Brock Lesnar? Yeah. Well, actually, Brock Lesnar's voice isn't deep at all. <laughs> I was about to say, his voice is like a pitch higher than mine. 
However, David is, he still suffers. So like we told you guys earlier, he's 16 and uh, he still suffers every now and then from a voice crack or two. I'm 27 and I still get a voice crack. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's pretty good at it. (laughs) So like we told you guys earlier, David is a amateur high school wrestler. Yep. And David, my first question to you, sir, is going to be, why wrestling? Why is wrestling your passion? What drives you uh, to be a wrestler? Uh, there's a, I mean, there's a few things behind that. One, uh, it's tougher than any other sport. Um, uh, which I mean, to other people, it's kind of like, oh, this guy's a wrestler. Like, which to me, that's kind of cool because it makes me the underdog. Because it's like, oh, okay, come in, come on to the wrestling mat, and then. And then, you know, make that face or, or say, oh, this guy's a wrestler, you know, like, um, it's, it's a really tough sport. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, it involves the whole body, you know, like it involves, it, like it involves everything, your legs, your arms. I mean, it's the true test of strength. You're having to use basically every part of your body to throw this other person around, to tire them out, to, and to, and to beat them. While getting thrown and around also, yourself. Yeah, yeah, and you're also being thrown around. So the challenge... And I just also love the com- competitive aspect as well. It's super competitive. So it sounds like you really enjoy the challenge. It's It challenges you mentally, physically, and you've probably never had a challenge like that. I mean, I know you played a little basketball when you were younger, but from what you're telling me and from just knowing you, you really love the challenge and overcoming it and finding different ways to overcome those challenges well, and, and the chance to prove himself. Right. It's, it's, it's kind of what it seems like too. talking about the being the underdog and being like, okay, Oh, you think I'm an, un-, like you think it, you, you think wrestling is, is wimpy or, you know, whatever people may think, Oh, it's not tough. Like, right. Yeah. That's cool. And it's, it, it's just because it's like, I mean, I also love that it's a mental thing because, I mean, I still get emotional every once in a while if I lose a match because it'll be like, it was, I took it to like the third round and then the guy ends up pinning me. Yeah. Because it's like, wow, I could have survived this guy and then I still ended up getting pinned. You know, it's, but it's also, you know, it's physically and mentally and that's, you know, that's, that's also another thing I really like about it. I think that's some, that's something that not a lot of people think about. Yeah, you think about a high school kid, and you hear that they're involved in wrestling or that they're involved in football. Um, a lot of parents who maybe never did play sports in high school or participated, or maybe they did and they've just forgotten about truly how emotional it is. I mean, yeah, like you said, you're trying to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. Winning and losing a match could mean your mood in the classroom yeah. for the next week. It could it could determine how confident you are with talking to somebody of the opposite sex or something like that. Mm-hmm. And if you go out there and you crush it and you demolish it, you're on cloud nine. But if you lose, I'm I mean... Like cloud negative four. Cloud negative four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so overcoming that as a teenager and like as a young man who's trying to find his own identity, mm-hmm. and if wrestling is your identity and you lose, that can take a big hit. But that's where David has been so good at... I'll, I'll, I'll get a call from him he'll he'll say like he just did I went to a round three and then got pinned and I'll just say all right man well what like you learned something and he mm-hmm. always he always says that he goes but I learned something and he always explains to me what he learned 
And then he goes on and <clears throat> makes sure that he doesn't carry that that attitude, uh, the negative attitude from losing, yeah. into his next match. That's so, what he's so good at. So, David, from from these matches, uh, talking about as as Josh has put it, you've learned some. What are some things that have you that you've taken away from wrestling that you've carried over into your your personal life, whether that be school, whether that be at home, or do you do you work? I don't know. I don't know. Does he work? No. No, okay. No, I was say work no, life I don't, I don't. or potential work life, future work life, things like that, relationships, whatever it may be. What what are some things you've taken away that you were able to take away from wrestling and apply it in other uh, aspects? I've heard it. I've I've heard this from an idol of mine. I've heard it from an idol of mine, and I I, I mean I just kind of heard it as like you know oh he's saying that you know like hey he said it because it's cool or whatever. But no, it's if like whenever I whenever I would lose, it was always like I felt like something was just it was just holding me down. But it was always this thought of that loss. Okay. And it was kind of like a I mean I had to learn a few times, I had to lose a few times to get it, but it's like if I lose, uh you just pick yourself up, brush yourself off and move on from it. Because I mean there's always something in there to learn. Uh but if you if you carry that burden around with you then you're just gonna you you never you're never gonna forget about it and it's just gonna weigh you down. So you just gotta pick yourself up, brush yourself off, and, and walk away from it. Uh, you know, take what you can from it. Whether that was uh, if you got caught in a move, uh, that would just mean don't get caught in it again. And, and you know, it just whatever happened in that match is just taking <clears throat> is just taking. Uh, whatever you learn from that and then just, just moving on from it. So you're saying that you can take that idea and apply it to maybe something in, in the real world where if you maybe mess up in school or you're, you know, you get in trouble with your parents or something like that, you know, don't let that keep you down. Turn that into something positive. Like, yeah, you know. just if you get in trouble with your, your parents or if you fail a test or something, uh, I mean, your life's not over. I mean, it happened. I mean, I'll be honest. I failed a test just last week, and I've just kind of had to be like, well, uh, you know, I I, I got to move on from it. You know, I can't linger on it. I got to move on from it and do better next time. Well, that's a pretty cool thing that I think kids being involved in sports. That's a huge thing that they learn is discipline and yep. just that maturity of don't let this weigh me down. Yeah. And there's also times where you're not going to want to do that. You're going to want to sit there and be like, be like, shit, like, like, no, this is, this is BS. Like I should not have, I shouldn't have lost that match. I shouldn't have failed that test. And I feel like that's the true test of it is that it's like, I mean, like there are literally times where I'll linger on it for two days. And then eventually I, I realize, like, man, I need to let go of this, you know? So I think that's the true test of it is that it shows like, you need to let go of it eventually. That's a good, just, that's a good frame of mind to have that not a lot of people, I think, nowadays really have. Um, Especially not 16 years old. Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's very easy to dwell on past mistakes, uh, you know, whatever that may be, screw-ups, anything like that. It's very easy to dwell on that, things that get you down. Um, and to be able to, to be able to, break away from that mentally and say, you know what? It's life. It'll be fine. Like I can move on from this. I think that's a very healthy mindset to have. 
Right. I think so, too. Um, so we talked about how to overcome defeats and temporary losses and things like that. Yeah. David, give us an example of a moment where you you succeeded, you excelled, you had just a really awesome moment in wrestling, and you thought, man, I am on top of the world right now. <laughs> give us just one example. You've told me a few stories, but give us one moment where you were just like, yeah, like, let's go. From all these fans, let them know. Yeah. Right <laughs> <laughs> now, Big Dog? <laughs> yeah, of all these fans, Big Dog. You know it. Um, probably, uh, probably at, um, probably at the Liberty Duels, uh, whenever, because we got penalized because, uh, a bunch of us cut weight super quick and we turned in our weight sheet too late. And, uh, um, I ended up cutting like you know, 10 pounds in a week or whatever because I was on a crash diet and I was also wrestling at the same time. 10 pounds? So I lost, yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. yeah um, I was like, uh, I was doing that and uh, and wrestling at the same time, so it dropped super quick. And we weren't supposed, and I wasn't the only one doing that. It was me, uh, my buddy Ben. Uh, I, think, I think one other person was doing it. And we weren't supposed to drop weight as quick as we were. And uh, we got penalized for it, and, you know, I got my weight back up or whatever. And uh, uh, I, I was 152 uh, in the 160 weight class, but um, I wrestled once at the Liberty Duels as our, like, penalty or whatever. You just cut and, out for, like, a second. Say that. Say, tell your weight class and in the weight class you had to wrestle one more time. So I was weighing weighing in at like 152, but I was wrestling like my weight class was 160. So I mean I could still eat and stuff. So I was you know a good bit below 160. So uh, for our penalty, we got we had to wrestle up uh, 10 pounds. So I was uh, wrestling 170 at 152. Oh my god! And I wrestled uh, a guy from. Uh, High Point and a guy from, uh, let's see, where was he from? Uh, I can't remember where he's from. I can't remember what the school was, but uh, bad black singlets. But I wrestled him. He was a big old tall dude, uh, super big old tall dude. Uh, I went all three periods with him. He didn't pin me. And then my second match, I wrestled a guy from uh, High Point, and uh, I pinned him. And that was a, that was a big moment for me because – I wrestled 20 pounds under and absolutely destroyed the guy. So, Yeah, and talk about overcoming adversity. Yeah. His, his team was penalized, and the penalty was wrestling somebody bigger. Yeah. So something that's going to be on a person's permanent wrestling like performance record, mm -hmm. because the school determined, or the officials determined, which is just total BS if you ask me, that is not the right penalty. That's yeah. not the right way to, to penalize a high school athlete. Is to make, is to deliberately make their job harder. <laughs> yeah, there's weight classes for a freaking reason. Mm -hmm. I won't go off on that, but that fires me up a little bit. But despite that, and this was a varsity, one of your first varsity matches or first varsity wins, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Okay, oh, so wow. for <laughs> yeah, yeah, varsity twenty pounds heavier. Um, and still pin the guy. Yeah, like that's 
That's pretty cool to me. You talk about respect. You got a lot of respect after that, right, David? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I got some <laughs> respect for it. <laughs> That's awesome. So in order to achieve these kinds of things, you can't be a slouch. You can't just yeah go about your day, you know, unless you just have some weird natural terminator that's living inside of you i knew somebody like that yeah like all joking aside like well not the terminator but just a guy that like never worked out never did anything like that just just did his own thing but was just naturally just ripped <laughs> you talk about mad and you know but you know something about those people they don't get these lessons that david's oh, getting no. no they don't that's that's the cool part like there's so many pro wrestlers that i know mm-hmm. who couldn't teach you how to do an arm drag. They couldn't teach you how to give a body slam properly. Yeah. They just know they can do it. But when it comes to somebody who's not the fastest learner, pointing at myself here, once I learn it, I know the ins and outs of it. I can turn around and teach it. Yeah. Which is why I do. Yeah, as I say, that's what you do. So, anyways, David, to to achieve things like that, you got to have a routine. So, I know there's not many 16-year-olds who have a routine like yours. There's not many adults that have routines like <laughs> yours. Walk us through a day of David when you wake up and, until you go to bed. What do you do? And you don't have to break down every meal item, but just give us a general idea of what you eat, how physical you are, what that looks like. I'll break down what today was like. So I got up this morning, uh, did my 20 clap push ups as soon as I wake up. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I woke up this morning to my 20 clap push-ups. Uh, got my aminos in. Uh, just kind of chilled out for a minute, just waking up. Uh, uh, cooked up some breakfast. Just got some eggs and hash browns. A uh, cup of milk with it. Uh, got my clothes on. Uh, got my Chromebook together. Got my gym bag together. Uh, put my pre-workout, my lifting straps in there. Uh, my lifting clothes. I think I might have already said that. Uh Put that all in my gym bag. Um, got all that ready, and I got. I mean, this is all in the span of like maybe an hour and a half or so. And I uh, uh, get out the door, go to school, go to my first period. Uh, walk in there, you know, get through my first period, do my work in there, go down to the math class after that, my second period. Uh, which that's always the fun class because I get to just. I don't know, I'm kind of a class clown in that class. I can see just, that. Uh, no you, I can see that. Just because that's me, but uh, I still get my work done, even though you know I'm clowning around. I always like to get my work done before I do stuff like that. Um, then I go to study hall. Uh, I usually study hall is like my lunch time. Uh, there's two lunch periods, so I get to sit in both lunch periods or whatever. So I go in there. Uh, I usually get two of two of everything at lunch. Two cartons of two cartons of white milk. Uh, down that. Um, uh, do some like schoolwork or whatever in study hall. Um, if I got something to do, uh, second uh, lunch period comes around. I usually get something small, like maybe, like maybe an apple or something uh, with like another meal and some some milk and some milk, of course. And uh, then after that, I go to weightlifting in fourth period uh, workout. Then. Um, just do whatever workout they got for the day, uh, which I love working out with my buddy Jeremiah. He's he's a he's really cool. Um, then I uh, I get out of weightlifting. Uh, How long school's is weightlifting? Over. Uh, it's about mm, an hour and forty five minutes. 
So, wow. Just it, for those of you not keeping tally, <laughs> he woke up with push ups. Yeah. And I mean, most people don't do 20 push ups in a day. Yeah. He's waking up with them and then doing weightlifting. Uh, for almost two hours later on in the day. Now, David, do you do you count? Are you a ca- calorie counter? Like, are you keeping track of what you're eating? Or are you just eating for the sake of you know you need the fuel, so you're just kind of fueling your body? I'm eating. I'm eating for the sake of fueling my body, okay. and I'm just. I mean, yeah, I'm Probably eating for the sake of fueling my body. Counter. Yeah, and I'm just. I'm just eating a bunch. I just know I need to eat a bunch to to gain the weight and gain the muscle. Okay, I was just curious because I know some like. If you're trying to hit a certain goal or something, you're going, okay, maybe I need to eat, you know, a thousand calories more or something. Like, I don't know. I know some people keep a close eye on that, so I didn't know if that was part of your routine or not. Yeah, I got you. Um, but uh, I do, it's, you know, it's about an hour and 30 minutes to an hour and 45 minutes, depending on what time we, like, end or whatever, depending on, like, what our last, uh, like, circuit of the day is, because we'll do, like, our, our normal like weight because we'll do a warm up and then we'll do our weightlifting and then we'll do our uh like end of the day circuit and whatever he wants us to do. Okay. Um, which we didn't do that today because we maxed out today. Which we did a remax day because you max out at the beginning of the quarter and then max out again at the end to see how much strength you gained. Um, so, we did so like a real real quick. I don't mean to interrupt you. Um, tell everybody yep. listening what your what your PRs for your main lifts were. The last time they documented it and what they were today, I guess today. I guess today, yeah. What you what you updated me with? So at the beginning of the quarter, I did uh, at the beginning of the quarter. I was only benching like yeah, one sixty. And what would be considered the beginning of the quarter, like January? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah. So Jan- so January would be like the beginning. So one sixty. Yeah. Okay. So I was benching 160, uh, back squatting about uh, eh, about 190 or so, um, and uh, I was uh, deadlifting around uh, around like two, eh, I'll say 245. Um, yeah, it was around like 245. Uh, I was power cleaning about. Uh, so was it 140? No. Or yeah, yeah, it was 155. I was power cleaning about 155. Um and I was front squatting. Gosh, I can't remember my, what my first front squat was. I think we did three rep max on that. Um It's all good. You can you move on. Uh yeah, I don't know that one because we're maxing, we're maxing, we're remaxing out on that tomorrow, and we're remaxing out on close grip tomorrow. Oh, okay, um, so you haven't maxed those out yet. That's cool. Yeah, which I, I mean, I've already maxed them out, which was from like the first time, but I can't remember what I did. I think it might have been one. No, it was one eighty five. One eighty five. That's what it was. Gotcha. Those sound like good numbers to me. I don't. But uh, so, considering his so, weight, and how much did you weigh at that time? At that time, it was a. Eh, about one fifty-five. One fifty-five bench pressing. You were you were one fifty-five bench pressing one ninety. One sixty. One sixty. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> Spoiler. I just I had a I had a yeah. uh, current number in my head. Sorry, my bad. One fifty-five benching one sixty. Yeah. So a little over his body weight. Yeah. 
155 squatting. What was it? 190. Yep, 190. That's where I got 190 yeah. from. Um, that that's a lot more. Sounds good. That, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's 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 pretty solid. All right, continue with uh, your current. What you your, maxed today? Yeah. So I maxed today. I maxed deadlift and power clean. I deadlifted 300 today. I could have gotten 315, uh, but we didn't have enough time. Um, I, but I could. I know I could have. I know for sure I could have gotten 315. But I deadlifted 300. Uh, power cleaned 165, so 10 pounds from last time, which I'm pretty happy with. Yeah. Um, I am now my last time, which was yesterday. I maxed my back squat with uh, 280, and I benched 190. Jeez. So 30 pound increase on the bench press in three months. That's solid. Yeah. That's somebody who's working. Yeah. That that's somebody who's improving. And you increased your back squat by ninety pounds. No. Yeah, ninety pounds. If he was doing one ninety, two eighty, that's yeah. ninety pounds. Yeah. That is massive. And you sent me a picture of you the other day, uh leg pressing. We might if we can throw that up on the screen, yeah, and uh, and hopefully by the time we record this, we or by the time we publish this, we can get a. I'm gonna make a mark of it on my phone. Okay, um, we can get a video, and we'll go ahead and throw the video up of you doing um, possibly some squats, maybe some bench pressing, and just you in action and you in general, and maybe a little bit later or earlier in the video, we'll have. Um, We'll have you maybe in action on the mat. So, well, that's impressive, dude. Uh, that should let people know what what you do, what you're all about when it comes to improving. And if you're not improving, you're you're moving backwards. So, um, what do you do as far as um, like studying wrestling? Like, how do you get better at your craft? Because one of the biggest reasons I wanted to have you on is. It's the CS podcast. It's create stuff. It's yeah. Anybody who has a craft that they mm-hmm. can perfect in amateur wrestling it's is craft. Is a oh, craft yeah. inside and out. It is such an art learning how to manipulate mm-hmm. another body. Yeah. While it's resisting without 100... breaking your own. Right. <laughs> and while your body is resisting a hundred percent of what you're trying to do. Yeah. You got to be crafty. So you got to have yeah. technique. So, David, what do you do to improve your technique? Um, I, I mean, improving technique. I mean, you that also just goes with you know going to wrestling practice and stuff. But with like studying wrestling, I uh, I like watching like the greats like Jordan Burroughs or uh, Kyle Snyder and just really watching, uh, like really kind of watching how they pick their opportunities because that's one thing I was good at at the end of this season. Like I could take a shot and it was. It was probably the most crisp it has ever been. And I, like, it got it got a lot. At the beginning of the season, it was like, okay, it's my second year. I'm kind of getting back. I'm kind of, you know, finding where I'm at. But, um, you know, the shot got better and better. But it was also because I was studying, like, the greats, like, you know, Jordan Burroughs, Kyle Snyder, Kurt Angle, um, just kind of seeing how they uh, – you know, create their opportunities and like seeing how they tie up and stuff. And a lot of times it's either, you know, they're, they're tying up 
just for a second, but a lot of times they'll tie it with you for just a second, and then they go straight for a shot. And as soon as they grab the legs, they just drive and they keep going. And that's one thing I got stuck on was I would either go for the shot and I wouldn't drive um, or pick up or anything, and I would just kind of sit there and, and try to just, like, pull their legs towards me. And, you know, that's one thing I got kind of stuck on. But, I mean, towards the end of the season, you know, it was, it was a lot better because I was actually starting to run forward with it. You you improved. You you saw what you were doing wrong. I'm sure your coach was helping you with that. And yeah, you evaluated, readjusted, and moved forward. That like just that's the kind of stuff I was looking for. Yeah, this is what I was excited about was hearing him talk about um, watching the greats and when they timed their opportunities and or noticing and realizing the opportunities to somebody inexperienced and somebody who's not working on their craft. They're yeah. not able to do that. You think about how many people go into it and like they don't do that. That's what sets people like David apart from those that are just going through the motion and just like ah, I just I just want to go out there and wrestle. Like, yeah, David has the drive to be great because he's learning from those that are great. Right. I'm sure. Well, it's, it's because it's because man, I want to make an like I'm not like I'll be honest. I don't want to wrestle in college, but I want to make an impact while I'm here in high school. Like I, I want to make an impact. Like, I want to make sure, you know, I leave something behind, you know. Like, I want to want people to know, like, okay, that guy was a good wrestler. You know, like, that's what I kind of want to leave behind. Nice, man. Well, that's really cool. It's it's cool to dive in the mind of somebody who's really invested in what yeah. they're currently creating slash doing and performing. And that's really what we, uh, what we wanted to um, talk to you about. So we appreciate you talking about that. Um, and I'm sure people listening, if, you, if you're if you not into amateur wrestling at all, maybe you are, and yeah. maybe you just got something from this. Um, and if you want to ask David any questions, be sure to comment below. Yeah. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you can comment. Uh, if you're watching on, or if you're watching, if you're listening, iTunes, Spotify, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram, pretty much any of our social medias. You can drop questions. Uh, you can add us and just, you can ask and say, hey, Pass this along to David. We want to know. And we'll get it to him, and I know he'll be happy to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. So, so yeah, we, that's that's really what we wanted. So, David, I'm, I'm going to make the mood a little more lighthearted, a little more playful, and talk about a little project you and I created uh, quite some years ago. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about 0017 and James Pond. Oh, man. <laughs> so hopefully by the time this is published, we will have a picture up on the screen of myself and a very young David. Well, a very young me, too. Um, 0017, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be up on screen, hopefully. And what that was, uh, so I've known David since he was five. He's currently 16. And we put together a little video, a little project. What's his problem? <laughs> what is that? Right. Um, I can't hear him. So twelve years old. What the heck? Yeah. So, um, very tiny. I mean, he was his head was probably up to a little past my waist. Yeah. And now he's every bit of an inch taller than I am right now, which isn't saying a lot. It's like. Saying you're taller than me is like saying you're the nicest guy in prison. But um, well, I'm taller than you, so. 
Well, I've never been to prison, so I can't. <laughs> uh, Get big, homie. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, 0017 and James Pond was a little spoof of clearly the James Bond movies. And we were just two double O agents um, out to beat the bad guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, We successfully did it, but uh, we did things like we had a shot of a, of a little toy car and you would get a a quick shot of the toy car uh, going by the camera with a quick little James Bond tune going. Um, David, clearly not old enough to drive, barely old enough to drive now. Um, I had a, a, an old work truck that uh, I shot David getting into starting the truck. We switched seats. I got in the seat, but you really couldn't see me at all. And it was just me flying back <laughs> out of the driveway, kicking up dirt and rocks, heading down the road. He was coming to save me in that scene. Um, I'm pretty sure we had, me and David, I had a bar in the house that I was living at. Yeah. Like a, just a, a piece of wood. And we walked up to it, set the camera up to the side, and uh, I said, vodka martini, shaken, not stirred. <laughs> and uh, David walks up and says something like, uh, I'll have a... Uh, I'll- oh, I remember it. It was, uh, I'll have a... Uh, oh, yeah, I'll have a chocolate milk, hold the scotch. <laughs> or chocolate milk and scotch, hold the scotch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's that's how much fun we had with that. The whole thing had music. I edited it on yeah. Windows Movie Maker and a really slow, crappy laptop. But that was one of the best pieces of material ever. We had so much fun doing that. Um, I don't know that there's any way I could I could recover that footage. I wish you could. That would be great to just pop in right here. God, if if I can, I will. But yeah. Um, anyways, well, there's another video project that David partook in. So before we move <laughs> on to that, David, being a a child. When this happened, what do you what do you remember from making that video? Just how, like if you had fun, if you hated it, if I was too bossy because I was <laughs> trying to make sure it was it was perfect and I didn't let myself have enough fun. What do you remember from that? Just your 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 thoughts and feelings from that memory. I remember. I mean, this is a long time ago. I, I just like I remember you know little snippets of it in my head. I remember it being really fun. Uh, I mean, it's. Dude, I, I just remember it being a happy time, you know? Like, it was super fun being like, yeah, this is a cool project. This is something that, like, you know, like, this is, you know, this is awesome. Um, I was I was for sure having the time of my life at that point because I was like, man, I'm doing, like, a super cool skit. So You're a movie star. Like, why wouldn't yeah. you be having a great time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that's what I remember. I remember being super fun. And now you weren't, you weren't. No, you weren't bossy, or at least not from what I remember. Now, I mean, David, unless you were just... Were you, you 0017, know. or were you James Pond? I was 0017. Okay. I was just curious. I started thinking about it. I was like, it was two people. Which one were you? That's the great thing about having somebody as, as young as him do these things, because when you're that young, your memory is just... You don't have anything else to cloud up. Yeah. It's stuff just, like that. It's just clear. I don't... Crisp. Clean. Yeah, I don't know that I would have remembered which one we were, but you were going to bring up something recent. Oh, David. Yeah, do you remember David? She's going to leave it that and let you think. He's probably confused. Do I remember David? David. Oh! (laughs) That's all you had to do was say it that way. David. 
Yep, I remember it. I still still have that video. We need to post it. So, spoiler, we do have it. We might play it in the middle of the show. Yeah, I may as well throw it in right here. I don't have it queued up to play right now. Right. So, the password is capital P A S S W. Wait, is it just going to be? No, it's not not what you're thinking. W O. David. So the password is one, two, three, four, Wait, five. Wait, is it just going to be... No, it's, like, it's not what you're thinking. Five, uh, six...
had the leprechaun hat on. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's just all these weird, wacky, just... Oh, man, you in the bathroom? <laughs> Be in the bathroom, yeah. My favorite, my favorite thing was was filming, uh, was just holding the phone against <laughs> Holding the phone at like Trey's face and trying to keep a straight face, he just like looking to the camera to start laughing. My favorite part was when we poured the water on your head to make you sweat. Oh, I had this vision of David sweating profusely, and I'm like, let's just dump water over his head. Didn't that like spit in your face on accident? I, I oh, think, yeah. I'm pretty sure you did. We had like a towel under you. <laughs> we were just on my couch and like I had a bottle of water pouring over his head. I'm I'm pretty sure I cracked David up the first time because I was laughing so he hard. He was soaked <laughs> because we kept having to redo it. <laughs> he was soaked. <laughs> oh, oh man. It was just it was, was a random It was just a <laughs> random Friday well, night. Well it started because I think David did one of us farted. And just like, no, like, it was if, me. It wasn't no, you. I okay. farted. Yeah, and because I can't remember which one of y'all said it, but I farted, and y'all go, and one of y'all went, David. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And that's... one of the other things I remember about that day was we listened to Post Malone's uh, freaking "Take What You Want from Me." And then uh, I think it was like Trey started. Oh yeah, Trey acted like he had two pistols in his hand. Oh and yeah, just, the shootout. Oh, no. Yeah, we had like a fun, fun little shootout. I forgot we had Josh a shootout. Like, the western, the like, little western skit that we made. Yes. And I was like, I was like, you put our hands up, and I was like, oh, we're not, we're not in trouble. And you say, yeah. Oh, did he cut out? Oh no, he cut out. <laughs> what a time to cut out! Or did he? I wonder if he did it on purpose. No, no. Okay. Oh, say, say what like, you just uh, said again. We, all I heard was, what happened? <laughs> David, come back. All you heard was what? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> okay, so uh, it was whenever we were doing the shootout, and uh, Trey was like, y'all in trouble now, boys. <laughs> and I was like, no, partner, you're in trouble. And I was like, yeah! And we just, you know... <laughs> It sounded like it cut out again. Yeah. Up, but, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, forgot, I, I legitimately forgot about the shootout. I thought that day, in my head, the only thing I remember before us creating the David yeah. skit, because our inspiration was Balloon Shop. Yep. That style of shooting. Mate. Uh, well, day, earlier, David said his friend Ben. Yeah, Ben. And, and I looked at Trey, and I mouthed the word. Rodney. Ben. Ben. What did you say, David? Rodney! Oh, Rodney! <laughs> Rodney! <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember being in. Yeah. I remember in the kitchen. He goes. He goes. Rodney! And then Josh is like, God. And then Trey's like, Oh yeah, I can get loud. That's a whole other thing. I don't even know if I told you about. Like, I actually went into the the depths of what Rodney even means. You explained to me. Yeah, you started reading it. You started reading it, and I mean, it was funny. I heard some parts of it that were funny, but I really didn't know like what you were talking about. It's a that's for just a whole nother conversation. When I bring, so I have a buddy Brian who I have a band with, um, or I guess had a band with. We haven't played <laughs> Brian. in a while. But uh, 
when he comes on, I will I will dive further into Rodney for the viewers. Um, cause that is a, that is a whole not, I, I didn't even know he knew about Rodney. I forgot yeah. I did that. So I remember on the way to pick David up. So you came to my house yeah. and you explained Rodney to me on the way to pick up David yeah. from the gas station we were picking him up from. And, uh, his parents dropped him off. We didn't, yeah, David's yeah. not just hanging <laughs> just out at a random at gas station. <laughs> so we went and picked him up and we got on the topic of Rodney. Yeah. I knew David would find that hilarious. <laughs> But you that was the day I was introduced to Rodney. 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 <laughs> that was a fun <laughs> night. So I don't know if it'll be shown before what I'm saying right now or after, but yeah, we'll throw up the because it's not a very long clip. No, it's a couple minutes. It was a couple minutes, but yeah. just like all of our stuff, it takes forever. And it's a slow burn. Like it it it's meant to make you <laughs> super uncomfortable and funny. Like it's it, it it's really it harkens back to that old school YouTube just that weird comedy exactly like, <laughs> the balloon shop comedy that yeah. that inspired this video that I'm such a fan of, um, but yeah that is an example of us creating something yeah so I'm happy that we had that to talk about I totally <laughs> forgot about that you were gonna bring up David da- and that's with, the name of the video just David with a period David with a period <laughs> that's it well. David, we're going to turn you loose, man. We appreciate you hanging out with us and uh, can't wait to have you back on again. Just to, don't be a stranger. Yeah, don't be a stranger. We'll we'll have you on again now that we figured out how to, uh, how to make the audio how work. To, yeah, how to actually work this thing. Uh, thank you. All right, brother. Will you have a good evening? Go eat something and uh, go lift something. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll be, we'll be lifting for sure, man. All right, All man. man. Have, have a good one. All right. See you, fellas. Bye. Yeah, bye. What a nice kid. What a what a <laughs> what a fantastic young man. What I was about to say. <laughs> what a wonderful young man. So that was David. David. <laughs> David. God, man, all the memories, the the David stories that will probably get brought There's up. So many. I mean, even in my short amount of time, like with him, I have a, you know a few. Yeah, he's he is such a character. He he's so much mature. Than he was before. <laughs> what a what I paused timing. it. Well, I I paused it. It was gonna go off earlier, and I was like, "Nah, I don't want to cut David off." So I I oh. paused it at ten seconds. Nice, nice. Okay. All right. For those of you listening, it's the second Curtis challenge. It is my turn to draw out of Curtis's head. Oh, it's a yellow one. You would get a yellow. You get all the yellow ones. I don't think I've gotten a yellow one. All of my all mine have been challenges. Right. Yeah. It's. Last week and this week. Well, I think even our first week, you had a would you rather. That's right. Yeah. What'd you get? Um. Ooh, favorite band. Ooh. That's going to be a tough one because I have been on, since staying with you, I've been on quite the music adventure. Yeah. And I have, I mean, I I got one right out of, uh, put that back in there? Yeah, throw it back in there. I haven't answered it yet, so... Yeah. Um, just off the top of my head, I mean, overall, like, when I was, like, let's just say, 05, 05 to 2010. <coughs> yeah. Uh, I'm guilty. Guilty as charged. Probably who I listen, who I spent the most time listening to was yeah. My Chemical Romance. That's fine. I get um, that. At my core, 
that is not my favorite style of music. Mm-hmm. My favorite style of music is something a little heavier. Um, when I think of them, it's tough to think of rock and metal. I just, it's not, yeah. that's not how I would classify them. Would, is that how you'd classify yeah, them? They're emo. Emo. It's like an emo. Yeah. That's kind of, yeah. But, I mean, as far kinda, as the... I mean, it depends on, like, what album you're listening to. I mean, they're kind of punky, like... Yeah. They they do transcend kind of genres, in my opinion. Like, they do they do a lot. Okay. So, now, this is coming from somebody that... Kind of a hot take. People probably disagree with that. I'm not a big My Chemical Romance fan. I'm just... Understood. I'm just not. I never, I never got into them. Um, I, see, I could easily like, see me. Yeah. Like, typical me would not be a fan. Yeah. But I, I, I'd always been, you know, more on the heavier side myself. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, like, My Chemical Romance was kind of like, eh, I mean, it was good, but I was just like, eh, it's not my jam. Right. So I really listened to them. It, yeah, mm-hmm. if you were, if you listened to more, more heavy, yeah, uh, I could see somebody looking at My Chem as, nah, that's not, yeah, that's not my style. Uh, I can totally, totally yeah. agree and see that and get on board with that. But right now... I would have to say the past maybe four or five months mm-hmm. overall, uh, Bring Me the Horizon. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> is definitely my go-to. Which, and you're talking about more like the the post, um, like Ollie Sykes. I'm fairly certain he had vocal surgery, and then that's where he he fucked up his vocal cords. Oh, really? <clears throat> well, yeah. So when Caleb and I, when Caleb was over here a few weeks ago and showed you like the the old school Bring Me the Horizon, like the kind they're kind of like like their first album or whatever um it, totally different than what what yeah. they do now like you're so, t- you're talking about uh i can't think of the name of the album that happy song is on but uh you, you're talking about that style like that that type of bring me the horizon yeah. like the the sympaternal album with like shadow moses and stuff like that yeah <clears throat> yeah so definitely a lot lighter than what they were um i don't know what you would classify old school bring me the horizon like grindcore maybe i don't know Okay, but I'm probably wrong. I was never a like I, I like metal and I just like listen to it. I don't genre it. Like I don't. Yeah, it's got so many subgenres. You got like grindcore, deathcore, death metal, black metal. You know, whatever. Like there's so many, and that's that's not even scratching the very tip of the iceberg of all the different just subcategories. I was a crabcore guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like crab legs. That's all I can yeah, tell you. So you'd probably like crabcore then. I'm sure I would, um, but. Yeah, it's it's really tough to say my favorite band. That's my favorite current band. Yeah. That's how I would answer that. And I, I don't remember, I, I said them because I don't remember the last time I heard a band that yeah. I wanted to keep listening to for this long. Yeah. Um, My style of music ranges anywhere from bagpipes to, to metal. Yeah. And bagpipe metal. Well, you've gotten into Bless the Fall, too. Like, you like their, you like their um, not their Hollow Bodies album, but the... Uh, Oh God, it's got wishful sinking on it. I can't think of the name. That might be the name of the album. No, um, that's not the name of the album. Um, I just know that song is on there. That I get to it pretty cutthroat quick. maybe on that album. I think cutthroat's on that I album. I think so. That's on my playlist right now. No, yeah, bless the fall. Uh, close second to somebody who I'm like currently listening to. Hard uh, feelings. That's the name of the album. Okay. I can see because it it's got the neon pink. Like it's such a cool album color. Yeah. Cover. So them, um, you know, I've gotten into uh, Ice Nine Kills, and Silver Scream is a phenomenal album. Oh, it is. Um, so I really have to mention uh, who I've. I mean, 
Yeah. If you follow me at all and you know my entrance themes in wrestling, oh, yeah. and you know the opening to this, which the opening to our little uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our little opening is from uh happy Bring song. Me the yeah. Happy Song, Bring Me the Horizon. Um Who? H U. Mm-hmm. Not I to meant, be confused with the Who. Correct. <laughs> um they are Mongolian throat metal, and I can't believe I didn't, my brain didn't contest who and um, Bring Me the Horizon, yeah. because I've listened to the who for, it's since I've known you. It's been, yeah, it's been a couple years now. Yeah. Um, they are currently the artists for <laughs> my wrestling theme entrance, yeah. uh, Hearts and Minds. So I want to I want to follow up and play off of this your favorite band. If you if you had to put together a band of your own, you could play any instrument, you could sing whatever you want to do. You it doesn't even matter if you can't do it right now. Magically you gain the ability. You could do whatever you wanted to, but you could form a band. What kind of music would you like? What what would that Ooh. band be like? What kind of what genre would you play? Would you blend genres? What would you do? Man, it would have to be I would really want something unique. Yeah. Like the Who to me is the epitome of unique. Yeah, it, it is. When I say soulful, it speaks to me. It, like it's yeah. my version of soulful. Like they have hard hitting songs, and then they've got some songs that make you think you're, you know, waking up in a field and you're yeah. about to go on a a pleasant horse ride. Mm-hmm. But at any moment, you could pull out your sword and start cutting heads off. <laughs> okay. And it just, it speaks to me that way. And I would want it to be unique. Okay. It would definitely be rock something. Okay. Um, maybe even metal. Um, oh, man. Yeah, it would, uh, dare I say, because The Who has a, a little bagpipe sprinkled in yeah. on a song or two. Yeah. Or small pipes. And you can um, have a dedicated bagpipe player. Get a dedicated. It'd be like bag- a weird ska band. <laughs> yeah. So one of my favorite bands is Skilltron, who okay. they are bagpipe metal. When I yeah. made that, uh, when I said that earlier. So it would have to have bagpipes. Okay. It would have to be heavy, but it would also have to be able to get a little a little soulful. Okay. I, I like that. Just I don't know medieval. Yeah. Feel to it. Um, yeah, so I don't know how you'd... I'd dig it. Uh, Bagpipe metal. We just call it Ye Old Metal. Ye Old Metal. <laughs> there you go. Ye Old Metal. <laughs> that is my band name. Ye Old Metal. It, w- it would... With the E on the end of old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it would definitely be... Because that, to me, would be fun. Oh, yeah. I, I got a practice chanter one year for Christmas to learn how to play the bagpipes. I believe that the bagpipes you need some you need an instructor. Yeah. At least I needed an instructor. I, I could play Amazing Grace on the practice chanter, but I never practiced with pipes. <laughs> but so if I just magically had the ability to put a band together, something like that. Would you play the bagpipes or would you want to like what would you want to do? I would either want to be on drums or the bagpipes. Okay. I think I would be bagpipes. I feel like with drums and, and like guitar, you can be expressive. Yeah. You, you've got to move. I like that physical exertion. Would you guys dress up like a like a slipknot or like a guar or something? Would you would you dress up like in, in, in armor or like kilts or 
there would be some kind of attire. Like a I'm gimmick. Not, what, would be, what would your gimmick be? Yeah, the gimmick. Um, yeah, we would definitely have a gimmick. Um, like medieval mixed with like a modern... Okay. Like modern st- like a modern classy. Yeah. But like also kind of like badass, like just badassery. Okay. That's how I'd put it. Fair enough. And I I had to break. <laughs> I had to break character for that. Yeah. My I had to break kayfabe. Pleasant character I had to break kayfabe a little bit on that. <laughs> Cuz it just yeah, yeah, something that hits hard but it's like all right, we're 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 decked out to the nines. Yeah. In our own like awesome cool little style, I don't know. Now I dig I'm, it. Now I'm. Now yeah, you're like I want to put it. I want to do yeah. it now. <laughs> what about you? Me? Well, see, I got mine. Okay. Like to an extent. So I did. I did the band with Brian, and we did like a like this kind of folky, like almost like like you could almost like like a lot of our songs kind of lent towards like Nirvana's Unplugged album because that was what I was into at the time. Okay. Um, and that's the kind of music I really wanted to create, and I channeled it through my playing. And we were an acoustic set. Um, sometimes he would play the cajon, you know, the box drum, but mostly Brian sang. Oh. I played guitar. Eventually, he would go on to learn guitar as well, and you know, we'd combine a little bit of that on some albums. What did you call the box drum? Uh, cajon. Cajon. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the mm-hmm. yeah that you sit on. I watched Patrick Stump play yeah. one of those. A they're, Fallout they're Boy. Cool. He he was good at it. Yeah, it it's was, an art form. It, it really is. is. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> um, so I got that, and then I went on from there in the same breath, played in a metal band. Um, kind of like, I mean, we drew inspirations from like a Skylit Drive, Bless the Fall, um, Asking Alexandria, like just that that kind of stuff. Um, and you know, I got I got to go around you know various places in the upstate, um, little bars and house shows and even went down and played the new Brooklyn Tavern in Columbia. Um, that played really shows cool. there. Um, did that. Saw but if, a little documentary on that. Yeah, you did. I'm yeah. not going to link that. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was interesting. Um, yeah, did that. And then I don't know, like now it's weird. Cause I kind of got a little bit of this with Brian and the new philosophers. That was our band. Um, if I could throw one together now, it would be like, I'd probably throw together like a listener type, like the the band listener that I showed you. Okay. Like that spoken word over just some, yeah. some just instruments, just Super an instrumental. Different. Yeah, something like that. I've always kind of wanted to throw that together. Or like I could I could I could have fun with a ska band. Like I think it would be fun. Like a like a streetlight manifesto or real big fish, like kind of a more more so streetlight with like a more like punky but i don't know like i could i could get down with something like that but for the most part i've kind of i've kind of done that like i've 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 made my band and i've i've been able to live that you know that's really cool. so i can at least i can i can kind of put a pin in it. i miss it a lot but at the same time like i've done it so it's it's not right. one of those things that i have to like think about like oh man what if i no I, I did it you did it yeah well maybe next time we bring up this bring up this discussion and we've got uh, we're not so far into an episode. Yeah. I'll ask you if you had to be a pro wrestler. Ooh, you just magically had the ability, buddy. Your gimmick, which I've, I've heard a little bit from. Well, it. so yeah, I've thought about that. Like, like you can't help but think about it. Like when I when I get with you and I get with Jake and especially all the work that I've done with Jake, like 
putting together his entrance video and doing music for him and his promos and you know working with Three Count doing uh, the the press conference that that I helped shoot. Yeah, um, those kinds of things. You can't help but wonder, like, man, if if I was a pro wrestler, like, what would I do? What would be my thing? What would I do? Well, I want you to um, think on that because you can have. There's a lot of stuff that you can do. Yeah, with a pro wrestling gimmick. Oh yeah. But before we wrap up today, we want to announce this week's Amazon. Oh, that's what you. I was like, what are we getting into? Five dollar <laughs> gift card winner. Yeah, so we'll just kick it us. Thank you, us. All right. Well, uh, congratulations to whoever that was because we're not going re- <laughs> to we're not going to know until we pull the winner the day this episode airs. So good job to you. Well done, person. We appreciate it. Thanks yeah. for the retweet. Thanks for the follow. And uh, yeah, and uh, I'm sure we said it in the in the little giveaway. But if we for some reason failed to mention that and got lazy, if you want to be entered into the next Amazon uh, giveaway, which we do every episode, um, so every time we publish an episode, you will see a pinned tweet on our Twitter. Excuse me. If you like that tweet retweet it, and then give us a follow so that we can DM you details on how to get you your prize, you'll be entered in to win a $5 Amazon gift card. So that's all you got to do. Pretty super simple, easy. I think so. Yeah. Not bad for a free chance to win free money. Yeah. So with that being said, you're watching this on a Friday, possibly, if you're watching this as soon as it drops. Yeah. But if it's before Sunday at any point, um, or after, or any moment in time really ever. Yeah. Tell us in the comment section, uh, or tweet us at the CS... It's official CS pod. Uh, official CS pod. <laughs> Tell us what video games you would like to see us live stream. What video games would be... Uh, fun. Fun for... Fun the, that we could play and interact with you guys. Yeah. I think that, that's the goal. Is that's, we just want to hang out and just talk with you. That's the biggest goal here, is for both of us to be able to interact with you guys, because we can't right here uh, as much. Yeah. Um, we want to interact with you... In real time. Yeah, live. Absolutely. So, well, that we covered a lot today. Yeah, Valdi Pig. Huh? Said Valdi Pig. Valdi. That'll, that'll do? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said all, all do, pig. <laughs> all do, pig. All do. All do. All do, pig. All do, pig. Good pig. Good pig. <laughs> all do. Whatever that means. Well, I probably, just, Morgan just had a conniption in there. She's terrified of pigs. <laughs> the big oh, she She's is. probably like, I can't wait to go to the local dollar store and pick up a couple pig masks. Oh, no, 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 no. You will not be allowed back in this house. I promise you. Okay. It is that severe. Okay. It's, it's, oh. Okay. It's pretty bad. Maybe I won't. Yeah. I, I would, for your health and your safety, I would advise against that highly. Noted. <laughs> she, she might t- eat you. She tortured me with her... Low key octopus. Oh, that's wanted me right. to touch it. So, oh, are you talking about the? Are you talking about the anemone? The or anemone. The, yeah. Or the well, the starfish had the little suckers on it. Oh, too. that was weird. He was all like, he was he was like, you couldn't feel it. So I played with him. And as we dive into this, and people have already clicked off because we were like, bye. Um, yeah. <laughs> I started feeling you can't you don't really feel him when he sticks to you, but when you go to pull away, you kind of feel it. Like you feel the Ooh. the. Tension, I guess, of yeah. it because he's like trying to hold on. That's weird. Yeah, that's gross. It was. I mean, it was kind of neat. Uh-huh. If you're in a, if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. She's like, oh my anemone, it's cute that it's stinging. Now she's like, ow, anemones sting me. It hurt. A poor little baby can't handle a sting. Like a little baby can't handle a 
Baby octopus thing. An anemone. An anemone. An anemone. An anemone. An anemone. A wee mawa. A wee ma. In the jungle. In the fish tank. The butthole fish tank. Okay, we won't get into that. We'll talk about the butthole circus next week. (laughs) With that being said, (laughs) if that didn't give you an enough, an enough. And and enough of me. And enough of me. (laughs) Enough of a reason to hit subscribe (laughs) on whatever you're listening to us on. Yeah. I don't know what will. Follow us. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. I'll love you forever, and I might kiss your dog. Okay. Yeah. We can't pass that up. Yeah, right. We're giving you Amazon cash. We're kissing your dogs. Yeah. We're going to talk. You know, politicians kiss a baby. I'll kiss your dog. Yeah. It's way better. Yeah. And uh, and we're going to talk about the butthole circus next week. Yeah. So, with that being said, <laughs> I've been the Scottish Ush Puppy, <laughs> and I got some food to go eat. Till next time, my ghastly gang, stay spooky. Take care. <laughs>